Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me slash discord. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. He begins slowly and purposefully walking toward you across the roof. I had dropped the wrench into my coat pocket, perhaps, as I started ascending this rope ladder. And uh, I think I put my hand on it. As I say, say that again to my face. <laughs> Um, he's thinking, I did say it to your face, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what, is your dex- what is your dexterity, Gina? Uh, my dex is 70. Okay. You have a higher dex, so you go first. Oh, he's engaging to uh, hurt you with this axe. Yeah, I'm engaging to hurt him with this wrench. So I'm going to think back to my days when I needed to escape my mother's clutches, and so I went to gymnastics. And my specialty was the balance beam. So I think hard what? to those None days. of this is in the character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> you told me I can, I can use it or not use it. Uh, I didn't know you could bring up new expertises, but uh, no problem. Uh, forgive me for interrupting you. Yes, the gymnastics class where you excelled. Yeah. I use the grip of my toes uh, as I, I flex them 
and grab onto this roof gable. And then um, I I prepare to do that like gymnast kind of perfectly straight one foot in front of the other run. Uh, with the wrench pulled out from my pocket, I'm going to run towards him. And at the last minute, I duck down and I'm going to uh, swing at his knees. Okay. So... Uh, because you are a professional gymnast. <laughs> no, this was childhood, so, you know, uh, we can roll with stats as are. <laughs> because you were a childhood gymnast. <laughs> that's a bonus die. Oh, hell yeah. But because you are running along an icy roof with no shoes on, <laughs> that's a penalty die. Back Fair. to a normal roll. But then, we, I, you know what? We'll leave it at that. So, um, uh, and you know your skill for swinging this wrench, right? Yeah, we're going with wrench. It's 30. Okay, go for it. 62. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fail. Can No, I can't push in combat, huh? You can't push in combat. That's normally the rule, and I'm going to stick to it for this scenario. So, you swing... And even though the the man has tremendous girth and a uh, belly that looks like a bowl full of jelly, um, he uh, uh, deftly jumps back and then swings his axe at you. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. And he fails. Swish. Uh, It almost (laughs) takes off your nose. And while all that's going on, while all that's going on, I can tell you that is anybody else outside? Yes, Kirsten, but you're around the side of the house. Anne and Nancy, let's see what they're doing inside. Anne and Nancy, what would you like to do? I'm going to run upstairs to look for Mrs. Tully. Uh-oh. Very good. And Anne, what are you going to do? Sitting down on the carpet, looking at the room spinning around her, holding onto her hand and just trying not to die. (laughs) I love Scott plays uh, Call of Cthulhu method. It's just like what someone really would do. Uh, (laughs) It's definitely what I would do if I was in this situation. Um, So, um, and you vomit all over yourself. Okay. Yeah. That seems fair. It, it probably improves the Christmas special she's wearing. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Nancy, you run upstairs. Um, give me a spot hidden roll to search the second floor, unless you're going to go up to Mrs. Tully's room, which is the third floor. What did Mrs. Tully say she was doing when she went upstairs? She said she was going to go get coats and things. I'm going to check the second floor because if she's grabbing everyone's coats, she'd probably be going to bedrooms to, to grab things. So that's what I'm going to do there. Okay. Um, you uh, get, just give me uh, uh, a spot hidden roll to check uh, the uh, second floor. Let's see. I rolled a 66. That's probably not going to do it, but I'll check anyway. No, I've got a 50. So. Okay. Uh, no problem. Um, give me a listen roll. Oh, dear. My listen is also 50, so let's see if I can pass a roll. <laughs> 99! Not a fumble because my skill's 50, but still pretty oh. bad. Okay, then the only thing I can tell you, and I'm not lying to you uh, because you got your roll wrong, is that nobody is on the second floor, except for Lori's horribly mangled body. So I'll continue on to the third floor then. As you climb the steps to the third floor, Mrs. Tully's room, you find Mrs. Tully laying on the steps covered in blood, staring blankly at the ceiling. I scream very loudly. Very good. Would you like to make a sanity roll? I would, Jared. 
Okay, go for it. And I failed failed that with a 79. <laughs> a 79? You take only... You know, you've seen some death already. So mm-hmm. you just take two uh, sanity points of loss. So I just uh, keep screaming um, because I was hoping that she'd be able to help out Anne because I don't know what to do. I don't nurse. I don't have medicine or anything like that. And I was hoping she would have something. And now she's dead. And Anne's down there being bitten by a snake and the snake's still there and who the fuck knows where gina is she might be outside fucking davy for all i know in the snow and oh my god oh my god okay um great uh we'll leave you there for the moment we'll leave you there uh and we will go back to kirsten kirsten you have uh pushed your way through the snow to where you see that the phone line is cut it really was cut. She thought maybe it was just down because of the heavy snow on the lines. Um, but she's gonna she's gonna open up the toolkit and uh, what she'll try to do is like strip the wire using uh, maybe needle nose pliers or something, and then twist the wires together and tape it up with electrical tape. Cup, thank you for making that sound like it would work because I I, I just need to match the colors. Uh, I can do this. <laughs> I I mean I mean yes, of course. The thing that I thought that the character might do. Okay. Give me an electrical repair roll. Yeah. All right. So I have a 50. So let's roll that. Oh, a hard success. 23. Oh, very nice. You are pretty sure this is going to work. Give me a listen roll. Okay. I did fail the listen roll. Okay. Don't worry about that. You're pretty sure that you may have fixed the phone. Yes. Dad would be so proud. Um, so pack the tools back in and like run back toward the house excitedly. Okay. David, uh, when you run around the house, David is, uh, is saying, oh my God. And uh, he has just realized that having cleared the snow off of the car, two tires on one side are completely slashed and flat. No, don't, don't worry. Don't worry, Davey. I, I think I fixed the phone line so we can call for help finally. Uh, we'll call my dad. Nice. Let's get out of here. And, and he, uh, he uh, he's running inside the house. I don't think he noticed that you said your dad. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, on top of the roof, Gina, it's your turn. Not today, sucker. Um. Okay. So let's see. He swung his axe, and I'm allowing Gina to do this because I think we can all agree this is not rational. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? Um. I dropped the wrench. I'm over it. <gasps> well, that's very <laughs> irrational. Go ahead. And I say, uh, you're you're my pommel horse today, Santy, and I'm going to <laughs> um, I'm gonna try and jump on his back and try and Ooh. strangle him from behind. Okay, um, that is what is known as a maneuver. And because he has a larger build than you, your brawl roll will have a penalty die. Here we go. Can I spin luck? You may, up to 10. I only need to spend nine. Go for it. I'm spending nine luck to make my higher of my two rolls, a 69, nice, (laughs) into a 60. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, and that's the higher of the two. So that means, okay, great. So you did it. So, um, you jump onto his back describe your entire action again. Uh, so I was kind of like, um, on all fours and I scrambled out of the way of his ax. And then I kind of, I get behind him. I leap up high on his shoulders, 
into a chokehold from behind. My feet are off the ground as I tr- start choking him out. You know, I grew up in the school of hard knocks on the streets in New York City. My mother yeah. didn't care where I was. Dad's long gone. And uh, this is not the first time I put somebody in a chokehold. <laughs> That's right. And uh, here's what I'll say. So um, that was a really effective maneuver. Um, and uh, you uh, you have him in a chokehold and you have uh, you're, you're kind of hanging on to, uh, off of him. And that definitely upsets his balance. So before you do this, he's going. Ho, ho. And then when you do it, he goes. And let's see if he keeps his balance. OK. Oh, one other thing you notice now that you have your arms around him, Gina, uh-huh. is that he is wearing some sort of heavy padding. Mm. Okay, here we go. Dex roll. And I'm going to say you did so well. And it's so uh, I'm going to go ahead and make it hard. And he succeeds <laughs> by rolling a one. <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus Christ. No. That was great for me, right? He took childhood gymnastics, too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I know him. That's such a critical, I'm going to rule that you don't even move him on this icy roof. He manages. I mean, that's good for me, right? <laughs> uh, maybe. He is now going to use his brawl skill to push you off of him. Okay. Well, at least we didn't fall off the roof together, you know? And he rolls. I, I, I don't know how he's doing this. He just rolled a nine. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Gina, please make a... Uh, Let's call it a strength roll to, you know, keep a hold of him and not fall. And let's make it let's make it hard because he did so well. And cling to this heavy padding with all my might. That's a big old fail. <gasps> Gina, um, he pushes you off of him hard. Your butt hits the roof. Ah. The ice. Uh, the ice uh, starts sliding under you. You slide toward the edge of the roof. You are sliding off the roof. Gina, Gina, give me a final extreme dex roll to grab on the ledge of the roof. Extreme. I scrape with all, with my long painted red uh, fake nails. These press-ons better hold. <laughs> you wanted an extreme dex? I think so. Okay, so I rolled a 20, and I needed a 14. I'm going to spend six more luck. <laughs> oh, my God. Woo, I'm hanging in there by my press-ons. Gina grew up feral, I think. <sighs> she is hanging from the edge of the roof by her press-on nails. Kirsten, you and David are back in the house. You see Anne sitting on the couch vomiting onto herself. You don't know where Nancy or Mrs. Tully is. The phone is there hanging on the wall. Can I can I can I throw a curb on in immediately? So Please. See, see, seeing seeing Kirsten go towards the phone. Anne just puts a trembling hand up. No, you can't go there. There's a snake there. <laughs> Looks around. That is a curveball and it's a really good point. And let's see where the snake is. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, the snake uh, slithers across the floor and uh, slithers over Kirsten's foot as she reaches for the phone. Kirsten, please make a hard dex roll. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> I, I, I'd have felt bad if I hadn't done it, Cup. Oh, I got 18 over 35 for the, for the hard roll. Kirsten, what do you do to the snake? I think it as she sees it, 
go over her foot, she just gives a hard kick, like instinctively, and like it flies across the room, maybe. It flies near David, not onto him, but near him. And he goes, that's a shame. (laughs) Oh, oh, what the fuck, man? (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I mean, she's like so laser focused right now that that didn't phase her as much as you would think. (laughs) She'll she'll close her eyes and take a deep breath and almost like will a dial tone into existence as she picks up the receiver. Yes. So you grab the phone, you pick it up and there is a dial tone. Oh, thank God. Uh, she'll dial her home number. What? Okay. Uh, <laughs> it rings for a while. It rings for a while. And then a, uh, a person picks up. And this being 1981, people don't know who is calling. So uh, the woman on the other end of the line is your mom. And she goes, hello? <sighs> mom, mom, it's me. I need to talk to dad. Oh, um, hi, honey. We're getting everything ready. I'm making ham. I know you don't like turkey. And uh, I think you're going to be really, really happy with the presents we got you. I mean, Santa Claus got you. (laughs) (laughs) Are you doing cornbread dressing or eggplant dressing? Because I really didn't like the cornbread last year. We're going to go cornbread. I'm sorry. I didn't have time to make eggplant. I couldn't find what I needed. Forget it. It's okay. Can I talk to dad, though? We're in trouble here at the house. I guess I could send your father out to get an eggplant because the store is still open. It's just Christmas Eve. But Mom. Get dad. I think I think having sat through like 30 seconds of this so far, Anne woozily gets to her feet, stumbling forwards, and just tries snatching the handset out of Kirsten's hand. Um, does Kirsten allow this or does Anne need some sort of roll? It's going to need a roll because I'm just going to kind of wrestle it back. Like, this is my mom, <laughs> bitch. Uh, would, both of you, would both of you please make a fighting roll? <laughs> This is the kind of PvP I live for. (laughs) I failed. Uh, So did I. Okay, you keep the handset. Okay. Well, Anne Anne is still screaming, We're dying here! Everyone's dying! Everyone's dead! Get the police! Get the police! Get the police! I I do want to remind everyone, the only thing Kirsten's seen is the weird stocking, and it didn't affect her sanity, so... (laughs) She's, like, pretty chill about all this. (laughs) Mom, Anne is having a mental breakdown. I need to talk to Dad. He needs to come out here and pick me up and get me away from this place. I've been bitten by a snake! I mean, I I don't even know where your father is, I guess. (laughs) I'm pregnant! (laughs) Bill! Bill! Kirsten's on! Wait, she puts her hand over the mouthpiece and says, You're pregnant? I, I think that's the last straw. Anne's just going to slap Kirsten as hard as she can. <laughs> right as Kirsten says, congratulations, she gets slapped across the face. <laughs> and Anne is so angry. Anne is so angry she hasn't even noticed she's slapping you with the hand that got bitten. Oh, yeah. Um, you may uh, make a fighting role with a bonus die because who wouldn't be furious? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to dodge or anything? You may if you'd like. Yeah. Not great at that, but oh, wow. <laughs> I wrote a hard success on my dodge. <laughs> oh, I just, I just got an ordinary success on the slap. <laughs> Amazing. I'm afraid that Kirsten maintains control of the phone. Now, <laughs> here's what I would just like to say for anybody listening. Look, some keepers would now cut away from this. <laughs> I'm doubling down. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know that Gene is hanging off the side of the building, but I want to find out what Kirsten's dad is doing. I think um, Gina also wants to find out because she's listening through the window. <laughs> In between screams, Nancy's like, where is he? Where's your dad? Where's Mr. Summers? We need to know. He's probably in the garage. Mom, check the garage. You know, he's always working on a birdhouse. What kind of dressing is he making? <laughs> okay, Kirsten, uh, your mom goes, okay, your dad's coming. All right. Thank God he's for coming that. Down the stair- he's coming down the stairs now. Here he, co- here he comes. Here he comes. I just need him to pick us up. It's... How bad's the snow there? Did it snow all night? Or? <laughs> David attacks. <laughs> Davey's just like, fuck this David shit. David rolls. I don't know how I'm rolling this, you guys. I, my dice, I swear, are not loaded. David just rolled a three. Oh, oh my God. God. So David grabs the phone, pushes you down, and says to your mother, Merry Christmas, Mrs. Stummers, and then hangs up, and then picks the phone back up and dials 911. Meanwhile, Nancy, is there anything you'd like to do right now? After discovering Mrs. Tully's dead and screaming for a couple minutes like any good girl in a slasher movie uh, should do, I'm going to head back downstairs yelling, Mrs. Tully's dead! Mrs. Tully's dead! What are we going to do? Okay. Um, As you arrive downstairs, uh, you see everybody gathered around the phone and David is going, Hello? Yeah, I'd like to report an emergency. Meanwhile... Gina, you are hanging from the eaves of the roof. The guy with the axe, the Santa Claus with an axe is looming over you. And Gina, we established you have the higher decks. You go first. So what would you like to do? Oh, by the way, any sort of attack will need to take two penalty dice. Copy that. Uh, He's standing on the edge of an icy roof looking down at me. It's true. Yes, he is. Okay, um, so I'm going to keep my nails on this gutter, on this eave, whatever I'm hanging on to. And I'm going to use these washboard abs that I learned from the Jazzercise video, or earned. Um, and I'm going to do like a little bit of a pull-up and then headbutt with a head full of metal, metal curlers into the ankle closest to me um, because I don't want to lose my grip and I want to throw them off balance. I feel like it shouldn't take much. This is a, sl- a sloped roof, right? Listen, uh, before you mentioned the metal curlers, it was two penalty dice. But now it's, it's only one penalty dice. Yes! Okay. Please roll your brawl with one penalty die. And I'm not even going to. Yeah, that that I'm not even going to give you the maneuver uh, problem because it feels like you do. You, you're targeting a sensitive area. Go for it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So. Mm. We got a 60 and a 90. So maybe I could have spent luck if it didn't have a penalty. But with a 98, that's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it, Gina. And um, this uh, he steps back easily, casually, from uh, where your head tried to butt his leg. And he goes, <laughs> naughty girl. He brings... His axe down on your fingers. Oh. 
What a waste of a good manicure. He rolls an 86. <laughs> that sounds good for him. No, that's above his that's above his axe score. He fails uh, to hit you. Uh, but get away. You're a sitting duck. I should give him a bonus. <laughs> you no. should. You really should. It really makes sense. I'm sorry, Gina. It just makes sense. <laughs> With his bonus die, he rolled a 76. Huh? That is above his fighting <gasps> skill. His axe has smashed into the edge of the roof right near your fingers. Maybe you were able to like kind of like, you know, just, uh, maybe he just missed. Who knows? Uh, maybe he slipped a little bit. Maybe he got the, the nails were like four inches long <laughs> and he sliced <laughs> off the nails on one hand. <laughs> yes. Which is worse to Gina. <laughs> ah, my look. We stuck with the fight over the phone for a while, so I think we should stick with this fight for just a little bit longer. Uh, Gina, it's your go. Oh, no. Um, how? So this is a third story. I can't drop down and be safe. No, you'll be very hurt uh, at, the, at best, even with snow below you. Okay, I think that my best fighting chance is to get back up on this roof and then maybe try and dodge his next attack while I figure out how to get one in. Yeah, okay. So maybe I pull myself back up and then try to move away from him. Strength roll, and I'm going to make it hard because it's so icy out here. Without my nails, I have no power on one hand. <laughs> okay, that's a 58, and I needed a 30. Not going to cut it. Ouch. Yeah, it's not going to make it. So you don't fall, but you don't get yourself quite back up. I'm going to rule that you're kind of... You kind of got your torso hanging, you know, up over the lip of the of the roof, but you you weren't able to get all the way up on your feet so that you could stand or dodge. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Okay. You know, they tell you when you play role playing games not to just keep saying I hit it with my axe, but uh, <laughs> I hit it with my axe. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, that time he rolled a sixty three. He, as a major character, is going to spend three luck. <gasps> what about a, what about like a penalty or a hard dodge opportunity? I will allow a hard dodge. Okay, okay, come on, here we go. <laughs> come on, hot dice. Nope. Santa Claus looms over you, smashes his axe down, this time on your back, because you've crawled halfway up onto the roof, and Santa Claus does... I cannot believe he only did four damage. Ooh. I'm at 10 hit points. Bloody hell. <laughs> I'm not going to be sitting on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> However, when someone is hanging off the side of a roof and they have an axe smash into their back, they do need to give me a strength roll to maintain their grip. That seems fair. Okay, going for strength. And the dice say no. Okay. Gina, valiantly fought, but you lose your grip. You slide off the edge of the roof. You fall three stories. Let's roll damage for those three stories. Here it goes. That's 3d6, right? It's more than that, isn't it? Isn't 3d10? <laughs> yeah. But what about the snow? It's so soft and pillowy. <laughs> You're right. I'll only roll 2d10. You're right. Here we go. And that is going to be 10 damage. Oh. I shouldn't have told you how many hit points I had left because I feel like <laughs> we can't see your dice. 
Uh, Gina remembers dropping her wrench and she would have landed flat, presumably on the lawn, except for that wrench right (laughs) under her back. (laughs) No, you know, it's maybe it's her head. Maybe she landed with her head clanging into metal curlers against a wrench. <laughs> well, um, she's not oh. dead, but she is probably dying and she is unconscious. And I can tell you also that nobody even hears this because when you land in the snow, it's just like... <laughs> and, and we're all too busy shouting at each other anyway. Yep. <laughs> David just gave the address and he's like, okay, I'll stay on the line. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, and he goes, they're coming, they're coming. Uh, uh, they got to get through the snow, but they're coming. Did you tell them to bring a snake bite kit? Oh, uh, they, you need to bring a snake bite kit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's hard to explain. Uh, uh, there's a snake. No, yes, there's also, there's also dismembered people. Yeah. <laughs> and a snake. And a snake. I'm not lying to you. Oh, by the way, that's... Thanks for reminding me, Scott. I think that it's time for Anne to take more poison damage. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's going to be eight more poison damage. Ow. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Uh, well, Anne's on one hit point. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Anne's not doing very well. She vomits again. Anne, everything looks kind of yellow, and you have chills that are racking your body as the poison moves uh, through your bloodstream. Um, what would everybody in the living room like to do right now? David is on the phone with the, with the, uh, with the emergency people. Anne, you saw that. Davey pushed me. Anne? 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 Uh, Has anyone seen uh, Gina? Anne? I don't, I don't feel so good. Oh, fuck it. Nancy, your boyfriend shoved me. I was talking to my mom. He, she was getting my dad, and he was going to come out here and, and help us. Davey, you did something right for once. <laughs> Cup, I just want to remind you that Jean, Gina is the one who went indefinitely insane. <laughs> <laughs> I still only saw the eyeball. <laughs> you, you earlier, you were like, I'm the least insane one. And yet everything you've done for the last half hour is <laughs> completely bonkers. So, so Kirsten is uh, uh, causing a fight uh, about how David pushed her. Anne is uh, vomiting and trying to hold herself together physically. Nancy, anything you'd like to do? Has anyone seen Gina? No. Uh, she, she went to get a shovel, right? That was a while ago. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, do you want to go look for her? Anne, Anne looks like she's too sleepy. Uh, she got bit by a snake, Kirsten. Uh, I can go look for Gina, or you can, and someone can, I guess, stay here with Anne. I'll go look for Gina. Nancy, Nancy, you're going to run outside to look for Gina? As far as I know, she was outside last, so I'm going to go towards where the garage was, where they went to get the shovel, because as far as I know, that was the last place she was seen. Yeah. Good. Give me a spot hidden roll. Okay. 89. That's a big old <laughs> fail. Okay. You're just out there kind of stomping around in the snow looking for her. Um, would you like to continue looking or would you like to give up? Or or a third thing I haven't thought of. <laughs> uh, 
So if I don't see any sign of her, then I'm going to conclude that she went back in the house, maybe while I was upstairs with Mrs. Tully, uh, because that was up to the third floor, right? So maybe she just went upstairs to her room or something, and I'm going to go back inside after futilely calling Gina into the snow. So while Nancy was outside, I'd like listen rolls from Kirsten and Anne. Ooh, I'll spend five luck to succeed on that. Okay, great. And and failed completely, but that is understandable because she is beyond caring about any of this shit. <laughs> yes. So, um, Kirsten, you're the one that hears scraping sounds coming from the chimney fireplace. G- Gina? Uh, I'm going to go uh, look inside. Uh, if the damper's closed, I'll open the damper. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you open the damper, uh, and uh, that's when a very large man suddenly drops down out of the large <laughs> chimney in front of you. He is covered in blood, soot, and snow. Uh, he looks at you and goes, <laughs> He has an axe in his hand. What do you do? Roll sanity. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes that sounds good uh yeah uh 26 uh which is a pass yeah th- she's on un- unshakable no sanity loss uh <laughs> yet uh what is your dexterity um 70 it's really good uh great what would you like to do i think are there is there a fireplace shovel like someone took the poker already but is there a shovel as well that i could just pick up and swing at his head yeah, there's a little shovel, but it's going to take your whole action to grab it. Oh, okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to run like hell. <laughs> ah, great. Are you running where? Outside, out the front door. Okay, great. Um, you uh, run toward the door. I'm going to say at this point you get to the door, okay? Mm-hmm. Now it's his turn to act. He's going to run up and he's going to use his fighting skill to just kind of grab you and stop you from going out the door, Okay. Okay. Um, he succeeds, and when he grabs you, he puts his hand over your mouth, and he's holding you in a very tight, muscular grip, and he whispers in your ear, Uh-uh, I'm not going to hurt you. You've been a good little girl. <gasps> oh! <sighs> She's going to kiss him. Oh, no, 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 no. What the um, fuck? <laughs> it's Christmas time. <laughs> There's mistletoe Th- This is them. a trend for Cup. <laughs> I just want to let everybody know, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's a distraction technique. I think I can catch him off guard and maybe kick him in the balls and run away. Uh, oh, okay. Um, well, uh, distraction tactic works because um, you're... He, uh, your your lips touch his rotting, crooked, yellow teeth. The smell of roadkill emanates from his mouth as his mouth clamps down on yours for a deep kiss, which involves way too much tongue for Santa Claus. And uh, I'm just going to say the record player comes on again, and it's, a, I saw mommy kissing <laughs> Santa to claw i just want to note this is this is kurt this is kirsten's first kiss <laughs> yeah oh wow yeah. <sighs> okay so <laughs> he is like what the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> no i love this he, he he is distracted what would you like to do good thing she practiced um i'll knee him in the balls if if, the, if we're set up configured properly for me to try that okay great you can go ahead and make a fighting roll with a bonus die uh, the first one's okay. 30, so I'll spend five luck 
to succeed. Um, you knee him really hard in the balls. And um, that's going to um, that's going to take away his action. So um, while he just kind of like reels from that. So Anne and uh, and Kirsten can do something. Nancy, you can be looking in and seeing all this happening. Pulling out my switchblade. <laughs> OK, Nancy's pulling out her switchblade. I'll let you do that for free as he recovers mm-hmm. from the knee to the balls. So. Everybody can act. Anne, yeah, go ahead. Anne, I think at this stage feels like she hasn't got anything to lose. So what she's got to do is desperately look around the ground and see whether she can find that fucking snake and grab it. Ah, very good. Give me a spot hidden. 55. I am going to spend 15 points of luck and turn that into a success because this feels like an all or nothing kind of situation. You know, I usually only allow 10 points of luck, but he is reeling from getting hit in the balls. So I'm going to say 15 points of luck. I'm going to allow it. And you, yes, you see the snake. It is curling under the Christmas tree. That did not count as an action because it was done with your eyes and your brain instantaneously. So you may now (laughs) attempt to grab the snake. I think a dexterity roll will do for that. Yes, that's a success on the dex roll. Oh, my God. And you have picked up the copperhead snake, and it is going to bite you again. <laughs> it succeeds at doing that, but I'm not going to make you roll con and everything because you're already horribly poisoned by it. Yep. So the worst thing that happens is that it really stings uh, again. Ow. And uh, you have the snake in your hands. That's your action for the round. Nancy, what would you like to do? Try and stab him while he's distracted. <laughs> Probably won't work, but I'm going to try. Go ahead and make that switchblade roll. And you can add a bonus die. 72. Nope. No, um, you rush in and you kind of like, you're fumbling with the switchblade and trying to figure out what angle to push it into um, in a very, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... A slightly dainty, incompetent way. Um, and uh, now I turn to Kirsten. Kirsten, what would you like to do? Jared, quick cue. Is Davy still in the room? Thank you for that quick cue. Davy is still in the room and he will act. I could pilot. You, you please pilot Davy. Whoa, no, <laughs> no, bro. Did he bring the shovel inside with him? Let's uh, let's make a luck roll. Maybe leaning near the door or something. Um, he rolled a 49. Uh, I'm afraid that he did not bring the shovel inside. Yeah, you can't spend luck on luck. He's just going to wind up with his big hulking bicep and try and punch this guy. Go for it. Give me a brawl roll. His brawl is good. It is a 65. Okay, so it's a 10. Oh, it's a 10. Okay, so that's really good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so punch him and do 1d3 plus 1d4 damage. Oh, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> That's going to be uh, five. <laughs> five. Okay, great. It feels like you're smashing into padding that he has, but I'm going to say that's a good enough hit that you hit him uh, somewhat in the face. So uh, we're going to go ahead and do that. Okay, got it. Now let's give him a little dex roll to see if he keeps his feet after a haymaker. 
That is a success. He keeps his feet. Um, he just kind of stumbles backward a little bit, holding his balls, and then David clocks him one. And then, Kirsten, you can do something this round. If, if I could take my needle nose pliers and jam them into one of his eyes, that would be <laughs> ideal. We established you had your toolkit, so give me a fighting roll. And I think for needle nose pliers, that's going to be for you a 25%. Oh, my God. I rolled a natural 100. Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, God. Um, uh, so uh, you uh, spill all your tools out. You spill all your tools out onto the ground, and grabbing any sort of weapon from them would take an entire action to pick them up. Okay? Yeah, I'm just like sprawled on the ground, like hunting through the tools. Uh, new round, and uh, last time was chaos, but this time we are going to go in dex order. So Kirsten has 70. Kirsten, you go first this round. You drop the whole toolbox. I think I was going for the needle nose pliers, but then I see the claw of that hammer, and I, I'm going to pick up the hammer. Okay, your round is grabbing your hammer. What would David like to do? Obviously, he's going to get in between Nancy and this hulking monster because he's like a hero and a chauvinist before all else. <laughs> Great. Uh, St. Nick, Nick will swing his axe at Dave. So are you going to uh, use a brawl attack against him? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm just going to try and like overpower him. Kind of a, could I do a grapple? You can. Yes. Go ahead. It's a 91. <laughs> and his attack was a 31, meaning he uh, handedly, handedly, not quite a hard success, but handedly succeeds in smashing you with the sharp part of his axe for a total of, you're not going to like this, nine damage. <laughs> is that more than half of David's hit points? What the fuck, man? <laughs> it is, definitely. Please make a con roll. David's con is uh, 65. 63. Oh, very good. David, you are not horribly wounded. You can continue to act. You're not unconscious from that blow. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Blood spurting from his arm. <laughs> Nancy, your turn. But he's taller than Davy, so I'm going to just <laughs> open the switchblade and throw it at his face. Oh, no. I guess if I can reach over and try and cut him across the face. Oh, didn't you say you were a, you, you did javelin as a child? <laughs> you're, on, you're on the school stabbing team <laughs> solid way to role play right there okay um uh, that's all can't canonical it's all true and you may go ahead and give me uh, another switchblade roll at 12 percent. <laughs> yeah it's not gonna go great nope 81 Ooh. but i tried uh you tried uh and you failed and then it, I, it has to be ann's turn now Okay, so what Anne's plan is at the moment is she has got this angry snake in her hand that is biting her. She was going to try to put it down the back of, of St. Nicholas's costume down the neck, but I think he's too tall for that. So I think out of sheer desperation, she's going to try to stick it down his trousers. <laughs> Great. Um, to do this, I am going to say... Just give me a, um, oh boy, he is distracted. Give me a dexterity roll with a bonus die. Oh, no, even with the bonus die, that's only 55. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Um, What's your dex? Can you do five luck or no, it's not 50? 
No, my my dex is forty. I'd have to spend fifteen luck, dying, which. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm sorry. You know, sometimes a, a keeper has to make a call. Okay, and I don't think this is cheating. I let him use fifteen luck before, and it's so cool to put a copperhead snake down Santa Claus's pants. <laughs> <laughs> that if Anne would like to spend all that luck right now, I'm going to allow it. And would absolutely fucking love to. Okay, great. You uh, put the snake down Saint Nicholas's pants. They are a it's a Santa Claus costume, so you know it's kind of like loose and stretchy, you know, and it's pretty easy to uh, pull it and then just throw the snake down it, and that's when the snake immediately starts biting like crazy, and succeeding on all of its bites. Uh, St. Nicholas immediately screams in pain and falls to one knee as he uh, desperately tries to get the copperhead out of, oh, by the way, it's a copperhead, out of his pants. And that's when it's Mrs. Tully's turn. Mrs. Tully comes down the stairs with a 38 revolver in her hand. No, don't hurt him! <laughs> and points uh, the gun at... Anne. Oh, poor Anne. Oh, oh. wow. And uh, fires. Oh, no. And rolls a 20. Oh, it's not Anne's day. Damage is? More than one. <laughs> poor Anne. Six damage. Oh. Uh, and Anne only had one one health left, right? Yep. So Anne gets the, gets the poisonous snake down Santa Claus's pants before she is... <laughs> shot in let's just say the head and uh her brains splatter everywhere everybody make a sand roll david has a sand score you can make a sand roll uh i failed 54 you succeeded uh david if you said 50 something what the fuck i, I passed again <laughs> i failed okay if you failed you take at seeing this, if you failed, you take four sanity loss, and if you succeeded, you only take one. Mrs. Tully has a gun, which means she goes first every round now that she has uh, come on the scene. Anne is laying on the couch with her brains spread all over the wall. Nancy is holding a switchblade and sort of going, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten is, uh, I forget what Kirsten is. Oh, Kirsten just picked a, uh, a claw hammer up off the floor. Mm hmm. And David is uh, in hand-to-hand -hand combat with Santa Claus, or he was, but Santa Claus now is now just shaking uh, the snake out. So let's start again. Did he drop the axe? Uh, let's see. Or did it come off in my arm, which is spurting blood? <laughs> uh, you know, he did drop the axe, and uh, because you made such a great suggestion, it did come off on your arm, which is spurting blood. <laughs> <laughs> so... Miss Tully is going to aim at uh, the other naughty girl, Nancy. Ooh. Davy's in the way. Yeah. Davy's providing cover. <laughs> She'll take a penalty die. Ooh. <laughs> Her first roll is an eight. <laughs> Her second roll is a 48. She's not great with a gun. She fails. Thank you, Davy. Um, uh, a lighting fixture explodes as a bullet hits it. <laughs> That is Mrs. Tully's turn, and now it's Kirsten. Okay. How, how far away is Mrs. Tully from me? Pretty far, right? You said at the stairs? 
Ah, you know, it's theater of the mind, so, and you get a move action every round, and it's the same room, so you could go to her. Okay. Um, I, I feel like Santa's pretty much taken care of with the snake, like as he dropped his axe and he's moving around. So I think I'm going to charge uh, Mrs. Tully for shooting Anne and say, uh, nobody ever wanted your cookies because they fucking suck, and then do the claw right into her forehead. Great. <laughs> Give me a fighting roll. And I fail. <laughs> Wait, you're good at mechanical repair, right? Uh, yes. And you're using a claw hammer? <laughs> yes. Take a bonus die. <laughs> I still failed, but I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, you swing ineffectually at Mrs. Tully, who uh, is covered in blood, but you don't see any wound on her anywhere. No one actually checked. And then Santa Claus is going to desperately shake his leg to get the snake out of it. David, your turn. Uh, take the axe out of my wounded arm and go for Santa's head. Go for it. That's a 69. Nice. Uh, but would spend as much luck as needed. Yeah, he can. He can spend that. He spends four luck to do that. And he will hit. And he will do a 1d8 plus 1d4. That's only five. That's only five. But let's see uh, what the what the poison has done. Davey's going to be the hero, like always. <laughs> he goes down. Oh. He is bleeding from the head, and uh, he's sort of spasming and, like, uh, having some sort of uh, horrifying seizure on the ground. The snake slithers out of his coat. Sorry, man, but not cool. <laughs> Mrs. Tully goes, no! and runs up and cradles him in her arms weeping and uh, weeps and weeps and uh, looks at all of you and says you've ruined Christmas (laughs) (laughs) would anybody like to do anything it's it's my go I think so yes it's your go Nancy this is all reminding me too much of of Christmases at home when I was a kid with all the fighting and the yelling and the screaming. Not <laughs> more blood than before, but she's kind of in a bit of a stress response. So she's just going to try and deck Mrs. Tully in the face. <laughs> um, take two bonus die. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, so can I spend it down? That would be nine luck to just deck her. You may. Deck her halls. Yes. <laughs> you smash her in the face with your fist. She drops the gun and the hi-fi starts playing. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Deck the halls with Mrs. Tully. Woo! Woo, woo, woo. Oh, nice. Red lights, uh, and they're not Christmas lights, start flashing through the windows as the uh, police and paramedics and, uh, yeah, they called the fire department, too, start (laughs) sliding to a halt in front of the house. Cops, paramedics are rushing in. Do they step on Gina? (laughs) Do they? Let's see if they find Gina. They find Gina in the spring. (laughs) (laughs) They don't find Gina. And I'm afraid, I think it goes without saying that, Anne, it's too late to save her. It's just too late to save her. Uh, And also, they rolled poorly. (laughs) If they got an extreme roll, I was going to say maybe they could do something, but they didn't. And now, uh, as the cops pour in, I would like to have an epilogue. 
Each person can give an epilogue to their character, um, including uh, uh, Becca. You'll be doing Gina and David. <laughs> okay. Your epilogue can ha happen in the next minute after the scene that we've just left, or it can happen uh, 10 years later. Okay. And so now let us start with Nancy. What happens to Nancy after this? Nancy was planning on breaking up with David, uh, with Davy, but at the end of Christmas, but she's just feels like she can't do that anymore. <laughs> and so I think that she ends up repeating her parents' bad marriage. So 10 years later, she and Davy are married and they spend most of the time yelling at each other uh, and so on while she's trying to go to therapy, but she can't quite forget everything that happened. And so she takes it out on Davy and Davy can't quite understand because he's too dumb. <laughs> uh, so he ends up yelling back. Uh, and they just go on having a terrible life and she stays far away from any axes. I think that's so beautiful. You might wonder how someone who got their brains blown out could have an epilogue. And yet, Scott, what is Anne's epilogue? As people are sorting through Anne's belongings in the house afterwards, they find the manuscript of the novel that she's been working on for the well in fact since she was a young teenager and fundamentally uh, you're looking through it and uh, I'm, I'm sure everyone can work out it's not actually that good but with all the publicity that uh, surrounded the massacre at the sorority house somehow somehow it finds a publisher and it doesn't really tie in with the events of the house at all. It's 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 all very weak literary fiction, but it somehow does sell well, maybe a few hundred copies, and and fundamentally, that's really the best she could have hoped for. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, and uh, I think it's all Anne could have wanted. And now. Now we will turn to, I think we're going to turn to, because I'm saving the weirdest for last. We're, we're going to now turn to Gina, who was not found immediately by the paramedics, and David. Oh, well, we kind of know what happens to David, don't we? A mm -hmm. little bit. Yeah. Well, there's more. There's more. Please tell me. Uh, well, David, of course, married Nancy, but we see his story from the point of view of someone at the airport hopping into a cab and their cab driver has uh, a kind of a limp hanging arm and drives with one hand and leans, turns around, leans way back and is like, do you hear about the Santa Claus massacre way back in 81? I was there. Some say I was the hero. I'm going to write a book about it. And he goes on and on. Every passenger that gets in his cab, he tells about it. My wife forbids me from talking about this anymore. <laughs> and that's, he He really revels in the fact that he, that was his that was his peak, you know? <laughs> he saved everybody in his mind. Um, and we fade away from him as... Uh, let's let's see the constitution of whether she. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, she, she rolled a ninety-seven. So she, um, one of the paramedics, sees something pink in the snow and picks it up, and it's a fluffy bunny sl slipper, completely soaked through, <laughs> and sees nothing around. Uh, we just see a pile of snow and some long red fingertips coming out out of it that wiggle a little bit and then go still. 
That's all that we know about Gina but, until the spring when oh. they found her and uh, had a nice memorial. Oh. Um, her her gravesite says her gravestone says she would have been a great nurse. Oh, uh, Gina gets the Jack Nicholson in The Shining ending. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, poor Gina uh, and uh, poor David who wasn't able to spin that heroism into something better than a cab driving gig. Uh, and uh, now we turn to Kirsten, our weirdest person. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, no, Kirsten waits and waits and waits. It's like the dog in Futurama. Uh, she waits out the, oh, no. uh, the emergency crews, the crime scene cleanup crews, and her dad never shows up. <laughs> so she does the one thing that she knows to do is to switch majors to the one thing that her father, Scott Summers, absolutely hates. And she becomes an architect. <laughs> Fuck's sake. What, as a successful architect, every holiday season, she thinks back to that first kiss and just goes around from mall to mall, sleeping with mall Santas. <laughs> oh, naughty, naughty. Wow. I love this. I can't decide whether that's empowering or chilling. <laughs> uh and as our final scene shows Kirsten in a mall bathroom, <laughs> having coitus with a mall Santa in a bathroom stall, suddenly our, our, our credits start to roll. They say Rena as Nancy, Scott as Anne, Becca as David and Gina. And Cup as Kirsten and uh, Jared as Mrs. Tully and uh, other people. Um, and that is the end of our film. And uh, uh, the lights come on and the theater looks even worse than you thought it did. People are complaining that they want their money back. The cops are pulling a guy out of the theater who has no pants on. And that is the end of our session today. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our Wolf Pack at patreon.com slash ain't slayed. Or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. See our show notes for full credits, and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you, and... 
good luck out there.